and begin to worship the king of kings let's begin to worship the ancient of days let's give him praise let's give him honor let's give him adoration i want you to know that you are before the king of kings tonight open your mouth and let him hear your voice let him hear your voice father we thank you lord we magnify your name we exhort you tonight we join the 24 elders and the innumerable companies of angels in heaven to say thank you for protecting us, for sparing our life to, to witness this day. Glory and honor be unto your name. Adoration be unto your name. We worship you. We magnify your name for what you intend to do in our midst tonight. Glory and honor be unto your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, I am here again at your presence. Lord, answer me by your mercy tonight. In the name of Jesus, let my heavens be opened by your mercy. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, tonight, answer us by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, let our heavens be opened by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, answer every family represented on this prayer line tonight. By your mercy, O God. By your mercy, O God. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let those who are sick be healed tonight. 
in the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let those who have been tormented by the devil be delivered tonight. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, open every closed doors against our destiny. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let our life be transformed from grace to grace, from glory to glory. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let the light of clarity be shined upon us tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed for somebody tonight. The Lord will touch you. In the name of Jesus, I said the Lord will touch your body. The Lord will touch your soul and he will touch your spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, we are going to lift up our voice and say, my father, in the name of Jesus, tonight, glorify yourself in my life. Yes, that's the prayer. Come and glorify, glorify yourself. You know, one of the things God wants to do for you tonight is to bring glory back to your life. I don't know in any areas of your life where you have suffered, shamed in the past. God wants to glorify himself. You are going to crown to God and say, my father, in tonight's prayer meeting, glorify yourself in my life. In the name of Jesus, over that situation, over that problem, come and glorify yourself. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I said, God wants to be glorified. God wants to be glorified concerning your life, concerning your children. I say, God wants to be glorified. Open your mouth and say, my father, glorify yourself in my life. In the name of Jesus, glorify yourself in my life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, tonight, let me be empowered to pray according to your will. Yes, empower me to pray. Empower my children to pray. Empower my spouse to pray according to your will tonight. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let the strength and the power to pray come upon us, O God. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Every spirit of prayerlessness we bind and we cast you out. In the name of Jesus, you spirit of doubt, you spirit of defeat, you spirit of failure, we bind and we cast you out. Lord, release upon our prayer altar a fresh fire. In the name of Jesus, let everyone called into this prayer line tonight receive new power and new strength to pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you that as you are going to be calling upon God tonight, God will shake the foundation of your problem. In the name of Jesus, I said God will shake the foundation of the prison where the enemy has kept you. In the name of Jesus. Do you know in Acts chapter 16, it's one of my favorite scriptures, Acts 16 verse 25 to 26. And I will say Paul and Silas, they were in the prison together. And I want to tell you, you are a good partner. We, we are both good partners together tonight. Because sometimes you need good partners to pray. Paul and Silas. If you remember the story very well, I don't want to go into details. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was uh, Paul and Silas that, that, that were going on that missionary journey until when John Mark, there was a man called John Mark. John Mark was actually was supposed to go with Paul and, and Barnabas. But because 
of, 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 of contention between Paul and Barnabas because of John Mark, uh, uh, Silas replaced Barnabas in the journey. And thank God for the right partner. I don't know what could have happened in that prison if it was John Mark that was in the prison with, with Paul. I don't know what would have happened in that prison if it was Barnabas that was with Paul. But thank God for good partners. <laughs> and I said thank God for good partners. And I want you to know that ahead of tonight's prayer meeting, I've already prayed for you. So we are both good partners tonight. And I've told God that everything we are going to agree upon tonight, he must answer us. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, in the name of Jesus, as I call upon your name tonight, shake the foundation of my problem. In the mighty name of Jesus, shake the foundation of my sickness. Shake the foundation of my trouble. In the name of Jesus, whatever is troubling me, shake it from the root. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. When Paul and Silas began to pray, the Bible says God sent earthquake from heaven to shake the foundation of the prison. When you are praying with the right partner, you can shake foundation. You can move something tonight. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, as I call upon your name tonight, shake the foundation of my trouble. Shake the foundation of my problem. In the name of Jesus, let the foundation of that court case be shaken. In the name of Jesus, whatever is troubling me, shake its foundation. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you that tonight, the Lord will shake the foundation of your trouble. In the name of Jesus, every power troubling you, the Lord trouble that power. In the mighty name of Jesus, I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to cry unto God and say, my father, let every satanic traps and snares that has been set on my way in the journey of this week, let them begin to catch fire. Yes, that's the prayer. Every satanic trap, every satanic snares that has been set on my way in the journey of this week, I command, begin to catch fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I will not enter into any traps in this week. Every traps of failure, every trap in disguise that has been set on our ways to catch us. We command you to catch fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let them begin to catch fire. Let them begin to catch fire. Satanic traps and snares sna set on our ways to catch us. We command you to catch fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, let every demonic power that have been assigned to attack me in this week. Please pray this prayer point. Satanic power that have been assigned to attack my business, to attack my children, to attack my career, or to attack any members of my family in this week. Let that power be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. I refuse to suffer any attack. In this new week, in the name of Jesus, my business will not suffer any attack. My career will not suffer any attack. My family will not suffer any attack in this new week. In the name of Jesus, any power that have been assigned from the pit of hell 
to attack my children, to attack my journey, to attack my life in this week. I command you to be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus, be terminated by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you that any power that wants to attack you in this week, the Lord will destroy that power. In the name of Jesus, let somebody say amen three times. Amen, amen, amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. The book of Daniel chapter 6 verse 3. Daniel chapter 6 verse 3. The Bible says, Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents. Anywhere you see the name Daniel, please do me a favor. Put your name there. Because you are the next in line for promotion. In the name of Jesus. I said you are the next in line for lifting. In the name of Jesus. The Bible said then this Daniel, this Peter was preferred above the president and princes because an excellent spirit was in him. Look at that. And the king set him over the whole realm. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My father, as I go in the journey of this week, let me be preferred above everyone that I'm going to come across with. And let your excellent spirit come upon me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, let us be preferred. The excellent spirit that will cause us to be preferred and that will cause us to be set above others. Lord, let that spirit come upon us. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. For that sister that have an interview this week, I want you to pray that prayer. That prayer is for you. I want you to pray that God will make you to be preferred above every other candidate. You are the one that will be preferred. You are the one that will be chosen. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. The power that will cause us to be preferred. The power that will set us above. Let that power rest upon us. Let that excellent spirit rest upon us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray that as we go in the journey of this week, we shall be outstanding. In the name of Jesus, anywhere we show up, anywhere our names appeared, we shall be preferred. In the name of Jesus, I say we shall be preferred. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The Lord asked me to tell that sister, no more rejection. You have suffered rejection several times. No more rejection. And for that brother, your marital case is settled tonight. In the name of Jesus. I said your marital case is settled. In the name of Jesus. Among many other qualified candidates, you will be preferred. In the name of Jesus. I said you will be preferred. In the name of Jesus, it is done. In Jesus' mighty name, we are free. Now, I want us to go into our prophetic prayer very quickly. We are going to open our Bible to the book of Psalm 27, verse 14. We have three prayer points to pray on that. Psalm 27, verse 14. The first prayer I want to pray about is what I call wait. Wait. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. No, no, no. Don't let us do it. Let's do worry first. I'm sorry. Worry, 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 worry. 
and then we are going to pick up on wait, worry. Let's open our Bible to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to read verse 25 and verse 27. The Bible says, Therefore I say unto you, do not worry about your life. I want to tell somebody again, do not worry again. I know you may say, Brother Peter, don't you know what's going on? There is inflation. The, the prices of stuff are going up. And you are telling me not to worry. I have bills to pay. I have this to do. Do not worry. That's what the word of God says. And this Bible verse was written for you. Because God knows that there will be a time when there will be inflation, when there will be all kinds of stuff. But God knows. God knows. God knows. So, so, you, so, but the word of God said, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. It's not life more than clothing, I mean, more, than, more than food and body more than clothing. And look at verse 27. Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So which means worrying is unnecessary, worrying is not useful, and worry cannot solve any problem. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, in the mighty name of Jesus, let me be delivered from the bondage of worry and anxiety. I know there is all kinds of things going on, and many of us, we are worried. We are worried, but we are not unbelievers. We are believers. Believers don't worry. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, tonight, deliver me from the bondage of worry and anxiety. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I shall not worry. Let me be delivered from the bondage of worry and anxiety. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, deliver me, deliver me from the bondage of worry and anxiety. In the name of Jesus. I shall not worry. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, in the name of Jesus, in this week, I shall not worry about my bills. I shall not worry about inflation. Please pray this prayer point. I shall not worry about, about shootings, mass shootings. Don't worry. Do you know some people, they, they almost want to go and get vest. Some people are already thinking of, you know, getting vests. Maybe some people are even thinking of going to, going to buy their own guns for, <laughs> for self-defense. Do not worry. I want to tell you by the word of the Lord, do not worry. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to pray that prayer again. And say, my father, I shall trust you. I shall trust in you. I shall not worry about my bills. I shall not worry about inflation. I shall not worry about my head. I shall not worry. I receive the grace to cast all my cares upon you. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I shall not worry. I shall not worry. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, let, let's, let's, let's go on. Let's pick up the second prayer point. Uh, and the second prayer point is what I call wait. Wait. Instead of worrying, you can wait on the Lord. And that's what we are doing tonight. We can wait. We can wait on the Lord. Because only those that wait on the Lord 
will God renew their strength? According to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, the Bible says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Look at that. They shall mount up with wings like the eagles. When people are going down, the Bible said, Those who wait on the Lord shall mount up. When people are worried, those who wait on the Lord, the Bible said, They shall what? They shall keep mounting up with wings like the eagles. And the Bible said, They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, help me to wait on you in this week. As I, and as I wait, Renew my strength. That's the prayer point. Help me to wait on you instead of worry because worry is unnecessary. Worry is not useful. It cannot solve your problem. But you can wait on God. I say we can wait on God. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, in the journey of this week, help me to wait on you. And I say, wait on you. Lord, renew my strength. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Renew our strength as we wait upon you. In the name of Jesus, the grace to continue to wait, to wait in prayer, to wait in fasting, to wait on you. The grace to continue to wait on you. Let it be released upon us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you that as you wait, the Lord will renew your strength. In the name of Jesus, you will not be weary. In the mighty name of Jesus, and every spirit of weariness that the devil has been attacking you with weariness, you are just tired. You are tired of even making any, any, any bold steps. I pray this night that the Lord rebuke that spirit now in the name of Jesus. The grace and the power to continue to wait. That grace and power rest upon you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The, the top prophetic prayer for this week is want to pray on what I've called worship. Worship. People that worry are people that don't worship God. And I want us to know this. The antidote to worry is worship. Yes. The antidote to worry is worship. Anytime you hear something on the news or you read something from the media, instead of worrying yourself to death, begin to worship God. And that's the grace we want to pray for tonight. We want to pray for the grace to worship God more. Because as we worship God, our worry will go down. But people that, that choose to worry, it is not possible to do the two. It's either you are worrying yourself to death or you are worshiping God. But I want us to choose the way of worship. Yes, I want us to choose the way of worship in this week. And that will lead us to our, our top prophetic prayer. The book of John chapter 4 verse 24. Look at what Jesus said. The Bible said, God is spirit. Look at that. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So which means in this week, if you want to contact God, if you want to connect with God, the key to connecting to God is worship. In fact, if you want God to be far from you, <laughs> the key is worry. Because God doesn't, God doesn't partner with people that worry. God only partners with people that worship him. And as we worship him, we are going to begin to see him working on our behalf. The book of Job chapter 1 verse 20. Look at what Job did. 
Job 1 verse 20, the Bible said, Then Job arose, tore his robe, and shaved his head, and he fell to the ground and worshipped. And worshipped. This was after Job, this was after Job has lost all his property. This was after Job lost his children. It's there for him to be worried to death. It's there for him to, to blame God, to blame the economy, to blame his father, to blame his mother, to blame, you know, the government. The Bible says Job worshipped. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, I receive the grace to worship you more. I want to, con- I want to connect with you more in this week. The grace to worship more. To worship more. Let that grace be released upon me. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. The grace to worship you more. More. I want to worship you more in this week. I want to worship you more in this week. The grace to worship you more. No, no matter what may be going on around me, Lord, release that grace upon me. In the name of Jesus, the grace to worship you more. In this week, release that grace upon us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you. We, we worship you because you have answered our prayers. Lord, we pray that you help us to deal with worry. In the name of Jesus. Whatever is making us to be worried. Is it our career? Is it our head? Is it our children? Our marital issue? Whatever is making us to be worried. Lord, deal with it tonight. In the name of Jesus. We choose not to worry in this week. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray that instead of worrying ourselves to death. In this week, help us to wait on you. In the name of Jesus, we choose to wait on you in this week. In the name of Jesus and the grace to wait. Release that grace upon us. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we pray that in this week, you will give us the grace to worship you more. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Very quickly, I want us to open our Bible to the book of Luke chapter 18. As we continue with our series, uh, you know, I was almost getting ready to jump to a new topic, uh, but each and every time I study this uh, uh, part of the scripture, God keep opening my eyes, and <laughs> and since this is a teaching and prayer platform, I want us to take our time. So that we can have understanding of the word of God. Because one of the things that we lack today is understanding of the principles of God. And and if we are going to understand the principles of God, we need teaching. We need teaching. We have had enough of preaching. Many of us, we we have had like message and sermons from, from big, big men of God. They have preached the ceiling opened. They have preached to the point that we started giving money. Maybe somebody was preaching and we're under the program and the person preached and preached. And then we started going forward to go and put money in the, uh, at the altar. Maybe some of us have done that before. We start putting money at the altar. And then we, we went back to our seat and then the pastor said something again. I said, ah, wow, pastor. And then we run to the altar to go and drop money. We have done all of that. And after all those preaching, all those, you know, 
all those running up and down to sow seed, to do all those things, we went back home sad. We went back home to meet our problem. <laughs> now, what, 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 what I will be teaching us by the grace of God tonight is how do I, how do I undo my delay? How do I undo my delay? When, when God has promised me something and God has not yet fulfilled the promise, how do I undo it? What do I need to do? I've heard that God will give me a child. In fact, many prophets have prophesied. They, will, they have told me that this is the year we get married. But up to now, I don't even have a wedding ring. I don't, I'm not engaged yet. How am I supposed to handle this? And that, that's what I want to show us tonight. I know many of us, we are, we are carrying a lot of prophecy on our head. In fact, some of us, maybe we already have a journal where we are writing prophecy. We call it the book of prophecy. And then we are writing it down with the dates, with the name of the man of God, or maybe the day we dreamt, and then we wrote the prophecy down. And we are, we are looking at prophecy, but there is no fulfillment. Now, what I want to do by the grace of God is to teach us how we can handle our delay. Because sometimes the reason many people are, 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 are tired of praying is because they have prayed and prayed, they have confessed and confessed, and yet answer is not coming. And do, they don't know how to handle that period of delay. Let's, let's go to that Luke 18 very quickly. Let me read from verse 1 and then we are going to focus on verse 7 and 8. The Bible said, then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not to lose heart. This is the recommendation of Jesus. The recommendation of Jesus is that we should be prayerful. Men always ought to pray. People who are men is talking about people who are mature. Men, 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 whether women or men, mature people, they pray to handle their situation. Men always ought to pray and not to faint or lose heart. God doesn't want us to give up on any issue in our life. And I want us to register that in our mind. Although there might be delay, God doesn't want us to lose heart or to give up. And look at verse 2. Saying, there was in a city a judge who did not fear God nor regard men. Now, there was a widow in that city, and she came to him, saying, Get justice for me from my adversity. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Although I do not fear God, nor regard man. Verse 5, Yet, because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And look at verse Six. Then the Lord said, I want, to, I want us to listen because this is where Jesus now gives us the reason for this parable. Then the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you that it will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the heart? How to undo delay? How do I undo 
my delay when i'm still waiting for that answer to come what do i need to do and if that verse eight is that's where that's where the answer is jesus said and i tell you that he will avenge them he will avenge them speedily look at that that's what jesus said he said i tell you he will avenge them god we avenge them. God, we avenge them. Now, the first point I want to give us is this. I want you to listen to this first point. God operates by divine speed. If you go back to that verse 8, the Bible says, I tell you, this was what Jesus himself said. And Jesus doesn't lie. Whatever he says is the truth. Say, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. That's the first operation. That's the way, that's the way God operates by default. God always avenge or God always come through for his own elect speedily. In fact, let me let me give us some example in the scripture. For example, in Psalm 46, verse 5. Psalm 46, verse 5, the Bible says, God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right on time. Look at that. God shall help her. I want you to know that no, no matter what you are going through right now, the default means by which God operates is by divine speed. Divine speed. <laughs> divine speed. Divine speed. The book of 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 9. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 9. The Bible says the Lord is not slack. Concerning his promises, as some men can't slackness, but is long suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. I want you to understand this no matter how long you have been waiting for your answer, the default way by which God operates is by divine speed. In fact, Revelation chapter 3, verse 11. Look at what look at what Jesus said. He said, Repent or hence. I will come unto thee quickly. Look at that. I will come unto you quickly. Revelation chapter 22 verse 7. Look at what he said again. He said, behold, I come quickly. That's what he said. I come quickly. I'm not going to delay because there are examples in Bible where God needed to come on time because that is the way he operates. For example, let me give us, let me give us two examples. The example of, of the three Hebrews. The three Hebrews in Daniel chapter 3. The Bible makes us to understand that these three men, they were bound and they were cast into the furnace of fire. Now, do you think if not that God operated by divine speed, do you think these men would not be killed? They would have been killed. But guess what? What, what happened? The Bible says, by the time they got into the furnace of fire, the Bible says, the king, Nebuchadnezzar, that threw them into the furnace of fire, God opened his eyes and he saw that three men were cast into the fire, but there was a fourth person among them. And the Bible said the fourth man was walking with the, with the three Hebrews in the furnace of fire. Just to let us know that God operated by speed. Which means before they were cast into that fire, the Son of God was already in the fire waiting for them. That, that's a divine speed. That's what? That is a divine speed. And then the example of Daniel in Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. Look at what Daniel said. Daniel said, uh, he said, O king, uh, in as long as I have been found innocent before you, the king, and before God, 
God has sent his angel. That is Daniel chapter 6 verse 26. To shut the mouth of the lion. Do you think the lions that were inside that lion's den? Do you think they were toy? No. They were were hungry lions. But because God operated by divine speed, he shut their mouth. When immediately they threw lions, they they threw Daniel into that lion's den. God shot, he sent his angel immediately. Because he knows that if one second is missed, Daniel could have been killed. So he operated by divine speed to bring them out. Let me give us another example. Because I want us to register this in our mind. No matter the delay, no matter the number of years you have been waiting to get that thing done, God operates by divine speed. And tonight, he, 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 he wants to, want to operate like that again. Yes, yes. We are going to be praying specifically uh, tonight on some things. So I want you to just follow me patiently. In Acts chapter 12, in Acts chapter 12, when Peter was cast into the prison, if you read this from verse 1 to maybe verse uh, 15 or so, the Bible says, The night before Herod planned to kill Peter by execution, the night before, as the church were praying for Peter, the Bible said, God sent an angel to go and take Peter out. That was divine speed. By the following day, when Herod requested that Peter should be brought forth so that he can be executed, Peter was no longer in the prison. That was divine speech. If God did not act on time, oh my God, Peter would have been killed the same way James was killed. So, I want you to register this in your mind and and that that should increase your faith as we pray tonight. So, don't think, well, is it because God is not powerful again? No, we are, it's the same God of the Bible. Yes, the God of Daniel, the God that, that, that operated with divine speed for Daniel or for the three Hebrews is the same God we are going to call upon tonight. And tonight, he wants to act on your, on your case in a speedy way. I have seen God operating like that for me too. I was, there was a time I was waiting to get something and... If if God did not do it the month I got it, I don't know what will have happened. I have seen I have seen God operating like that several times. So no, I want you to be rest assured tonight that that thing that has been delayed for for long time that you have been waiting for, it is tonight that God will release it in the name of Jesus. Now let's go to the second point. Let's go to the second point. Now, the second point is this. I want you to listen to this. The first point is this. God operates by divine speed by default. Then the second point is this. For me to handle my delay to answers to my prayer, I must not lose my faith. Now, let's go back to that Luke 18 verse, verse 8 again. I tell you, that he will avenge them speedily. That took care of the first point. Now, the second point is this. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the heart? Now, when God is ready to act on your behalf, I want you to listen to this. If you can get this tonight, things will be much more easier for us tonight. Now, the Bible says, when God will eventually come to avenge for his elect, Will he find faith on heart? So, which means God 
is coming. That's the, that's the good news for somebody. God is what? God is coming. I don't know what you have been trying to do and you could not do it before now. God is coming. But when God comes, will he find faith on heart? On heart, not in heaven. Because faith is not needed in heaven. It is on heart that faith is needed. So, if, 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 if I will handle my delay successfully, I want you to listen to this point. I must not lose my faith. Now, there are some of us listening to me right now that God has come for your case. God, maybe five years, two years, three months, four months, one month ago, God actually came to resolve your issue. But there was no faith left. Your faith tank was empty. Yes. Your faith tank was what? Was empty. And, that, and that's the point Jesus Christ was making here. He, he, he was letting the, the disciples know that God is coming. He, he will come and to avenge. But when he comes, when God arrives, will he find faith? Will he find faith on earth? Now, uh, let me give us an example of some of the people and then we'll go and pray. Some of the people that they were waiting on God and instead for them to handle their faith effectively so that they will not lose their faith, they lost their faith and they lost their blessings. And we, uh, and we must watch out so that we don't act like any of these examples I want to give to us. I'm going to give us maybe three and then, and then we'll go and pray. Number one. While I'm waiting for answers to my prayers, number one, I must not, I must not act like king. That's the first point. While I, for me to handle delay successfully, I must not act like king. How did Cain act when Cain prayed and he was expecting answer? That's that's in Genesis chapter four, verses five and eight. Look at verse 5. Genesis chapter 4, verse 5. The Bible says, But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was wrought. Look at that. Because God did not accept the offering of Cain. What did the Bible say about Cain? He was hungry. He was wrought. And his countenance failed. I mean, failed. Which means he was discouraged. Now, let me tell you this. While you are waiting for answer to your prayer, don't be hungry with God. Many of us listening to me tonight, many of us, we are already hungry with God. Because, now, why did, why, why, why did Cain, why did Cain become hungry? He became angry because God accepted the, the offering of Abel and God rejected his own offering. Why are some of us angry with God? I'm going to explain to us. Maybe the same person, maybe one of our friends, we were both single together. Then she got, he or she got married. He or she have the first kid, second kid. And we are still single. That can make us to be hungry with God. You graduated from college? In fact, one of your friends that you, you have, you, maybe you, you, you came out with a better result and the person that came out with a lower result than yours got a job, get, getting paid very well, and you are still looking for a job. When you look at people like that, I say, ah, did I offend God? Ah, what is my own offense now? God, this person that we went to college together, 
he graduated. I have better result than him. Maybe, maybe, maybe you are even more qualified than the person. And yet, look, the person get the job, but you are still, you are still not having the job. That can cause anger. So, number one, while I'm waiting for answers to my prayers, I must not act like king. I must not be hungry. Even though God may be answering people around me, that should not cause me to be hungry with God or with myself or with people around me. Then number two, while we are waiting for answers to our prayers, we must not act like Abraham. We must not act like Abraham. How did Abraham act? In Genesis chapter 15, Genesis chapter 15, from verse 1 to 4, God promised Abraham that he was going to give him a child. God told him that it was the child will come through Sarah. God gave him the promise. And in, by the time we get to Genesis chapter 16, Genesis chapter 16 from verse 1 to 4, the Bible says there was a day when the wife of Abraham called Abraham. I said, Abraham, we have been in the land of Canaan for 10 years. And God promised us before we left our whole town in, 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 in Iran, God told us that he's going to bless us with a child. He's going to, our seed will, our seed will multiply and we, we, we shall be like, the, they shall be like the stars of heaven. They shall be like the sand, the sand and the seashore, but we are still barren. And his wife called Abraham and said, are we not going to do something about this? So what did they do? They arranged for alternative. And they say, well, a child is a child. Whether the child comes from the west or from the east or from the north, a child is a child. They arrange for alternative. While you are waiting for answer, don't go and produce the answer by yourself by arranging for alternatives. That was what Abraham did. And that's what many people are doing today. They are saying, well, God, I can't wait anymore. And you know, most of the time, when people do arrangement to solve their problem, that, that was the month God wanted to come through for them. But that was the same month they missed it. So, when we are waiting, we must not act like Abraham. Let me give us one more example because I want us to go and pray. <laughs> when we are waiting for, for answers to come... We must not act like Saul. I have maybe five examples, but let's, let me just give us one more. We must not act like Saul in the Bible. Who was Saul? Saul was the king of Israel. Saul was the king that, you know, after God ordained him through Samuel, Samuel gave him instruction. Samuel told him, he said, I, 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 I want you to, I want, before you go for your next battle, we are going to sacrifice to God. And Saul gave him the, I mean, Samuel gave him the instruction about how they will go about this. But guess what happened? The Bible makes us understand in 1 Samuel chapter 13, 1 Samuel chapter 13, Samuel told Saul that he should wait for him for 10 days. 10 days. That on the 10th day when he comes, that's when, they, that's when Samuel will make the sacrifice and then they will go into, into the battle against the enemy. But the Bible makes us to understand that while Saul was waiting, Samuel did not come. The first day, the second day, the third day, until the tenth day. Now, when, on the tenth day, what did, what did Saul did? 
Saul now changed his role from a king to become a priest. He called for sacrifice to be offered and then he did what Samuel was supposed to do. And the Bible says immediately he finished off, I mean, offering the burnt offering. Samuel now came. Look at that. Samuel came. That's in 1 Samuel chapter 13. Samuel came. And Samuel was, Samuel was so angry with Saul. I said, Saul, what, what are you doing? I told you to wait. And look at look at look at look at look at what look at look at what uh, Saul told Samuel in 1 Samuel 13, verse 11. And Samuel said, What have you done? And Saul said, When I saw that the people were scattered for me, and that you did not come within the days appointed, and that the Philistine gathered together at Mishmash. Then I said, The Philistine will not come down on me at Giga, and I will not, and I, and I have not made supplication to the Lord. Therefore, I felt compelled, as is to say, I forced myself and what and offer a burnt offering. And look at what Samuel told him in verse 13. And Samuel said to Saul, You have done foolishly. Now, let me tell us this. Anytime we don't wait on God, we are going to be acting foolishly. God, I mean, Samuel, he said, you have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. For now, listen to me, listen to me. For now, the Lord will have established your kingdom over Israel. But now, your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart. And the Lord has commanded him to be commander over his people because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. Look at that. The time that Samuel almost got there, that was the time Saul made the mistake. Let me tell us this. And I want somebody to listen to me carefully before we go and pray. When you are under pressure, don't act. Because most of the time, when we are under, because Sam, Saul said here, he said, I felt compelled and I forced myself. And that was on the 10th day. When Samuel supposed to arrive, he did something. He, he offered sacrifice that he was not supposed to offer. And that broke his kingdom. I pray for somebody this morning, I mean this evening, that whatever you will do, that will cause God to change his mind. You will not do it. In the name of Jesus. So when we are waiting for answers to our prayers, we must not act like three of this example have given to us. We must continue to wait on God by faith. We must not allow anything to tamper with our faith. Because he that will come, will come. And he will not tarry. For somebody tonight, the Lord will come on your behalf. In the name of Jesus, I said the Lord will come on your behalf. In the name of Jesus, what you are waiting on, on God for tonight, God will release it unto you. In the name of Jesus, and every delay shall be taken away from your way. In the mighty name of Jesus, I want us to go and pray. We are going to lift up our voice unto God and begin to cry unto him and say, My Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Tonight, let every unnecessary delay. I want us to first deal with unnecessary delay. There are some of us, the delay to our blessing is not from God. Let's deal with that first. And then we will not deal with the other one. The delay to our blessing is not from God. And that's the case of Daniel 
in Daniel chapter 10. If you read from verse 12 to 13, the Bible says from the first day Daniel started praying, God released the answer. But there was a prince of Persia that blocked answers to Daniel's prayer. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, let every unnecessary delay to my blessing. Tonight, let them be removed. Every power delaying the manifestations of my answers. Every power delaying the manifestations of, of answers to my prayer. Tonight be destroyed by fire. Lord, remove every unnecessary delay out of the ways of my blessing. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Makunta Every unnecessary delay on our ways of blessing. Let it be removed. Let it be removed. Let it be removed. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Ikapa kataya la kapa tu kapa. Unnecessary delay to our marital blessings. Unnecessary delay to our, our professional blessings. Our career blessings. Tonight, let it be removed by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Remove unnecessary delay. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, tonight, let every power that have been assigned to be blocking the manifestation of my answers. Please pray these prayers. Every power that have been assigned to be blocking them. Do you know there are some people, because there are, there are powers that have been assigned to be monitoring them. Anytime they want to take a step forward, there are powers that always stop them. I say, go back, my friend. You are not supposed to go forward. And then they find out that they are going backward, 10 steps uh, backward. Anytime they make one step forward, they go back 10 steps backward. And that's why some people, they say, you know what? Don't let me even try again. Because the last time I tried, I went back 10, 10 steps backward. So Because there, there are powers trying to control them. Asking them to go back. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to pray unto God tonight. And say, my father, let every power that has been assigned to be causing delay. Delay to my blessing. Delay to my answer. Tonight, be roasted by fire. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Because God said he will avenge speedily. Which means the things some of us are waiting for. God has released them. But there are powers delaying it. There are power blocking it. I want you to lift up your voice with boldness. And say, my father, every demonic power, every demonic spirit, causing unnecessary delay to my blessing, let that power be destroyed by fire. I challenge that power tonight by the power in the name of Jesus. Let that power begin to fall in the name of Jesus. Powers blocking my advancement. Power blocking answers to my prayers. Tonight, be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus, be terminated by fire. Be terminated by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, according to your word, begin to avenge me speedily against all my enemies. Please pray that prayer. God said, according to that Luke, Luke 18, Luke 18, verse 8, he said, God will avenge them speedily. That is the default way by which God operates. He operates by speed. He operates by speed. 
he operate by speed. I said, God always operate by speed. By speed, he operated for Daniel. By speed, he operated for Peter. By speed, he operated for the three Hebrews. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Tonight, avenge me speedily against all my enemies, enemies of my progress, enemies of my success. Lord, avenge me speedily against them. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Enough is enough. Oh God, avenge us speedily. Maya la kapada. Ekepetele meketele kapasidia. Enough is enough. Avenge us speedily. Over that case, avenge us speedily. Over that case, avenge us speedily. In the name of Jesus, over that battle, avenge us speedily. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, let your grace for speed and divine acceleration. Yes. Your grace for speed and divine acceleration. Let it come upon me. Please pray that prayer. Do you know, for example, when it comes to some things uh, for, 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 Ada, I mean, for Abraham, Abraham got rich fast. Yes, Abraham got, he got rich fast, fast, fast. By the time he went, you know, by the time he, he was, he, he came back from Egypt, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 13, the land could not uh, occupy him and, and Lot. They, they so much have so, so, so much properties that the land was too small for them. They have to part ways. That was how rich Abraham was. <laughs> but guess what? Abraham became rich faster, but when it comes to childbearing, he, he, he couldn't he couldn't have a child for 25 years. Yes, yes. Because he lacks speed when it comes to marriage, to, to, to having kids. He lacks speed. But when it comes to money, he has that divine speed working for him. I want us to look at our life too. Are there some areas in our life that we don't struggle to get things done? Pop, pop, fast, fast. Fast, fast, we get some things done. But when it comes to some things, aha, some of us, we have been waiting for 10 years. And we are crying every day. I say, ah, what is going on? What is going on? I want you to pray for divine speed in that area. Yes, yes. Divine what? Divine speed in that area. Now, for us to let us know that the problem was not with Abraham, but there was a delay. When Abraham stepped out to go, to go and sleep with, uh, with uh, the, the, uh, her guy, you know, her guy got pregnant immediately. He, he, she got pregnant. But with his wife, no, nothing happened. I want us to lift up our voice. <laughs> we are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, the grace for divine speed and acceleration in any area where I'm experiencing delay, let the grace for divine speed and acceleration come upon me tonight. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Yes, I said tonight, God want to heart by speed. The grace for divine speed and acceleration in the areas of our life where we are experiencing delay. Let that grace come upon us. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Tonight is your night. 
I said tonight is your night. You have waited long enough. You have waited long enough. And tonight, God wants to act on your behalf. I want you to crown to him and say, My father, the great for divine speed and acceleration. In the area where I've been expressing delay, let that grace come upon me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let that grace come upon me. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to crown to God and say, My Father, tonight, impart unto me the grace to wait on you. Ah, the grace what? To wait on you and not to act in haste. The grace to wait. Now, let me tell us this. When we wait on God to get anything from God, whatever we get from God is the best. Yes, it is, it is what will give us a permanent joy. Anything we get out of haste will never give us a lasting joy. It is something we wait on God to get that will last and that will give us a permanent joy. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, I receive the grace. The grace to wait on you until when my answer comes without compromising. Let that grace come upon me. In the name of Jesus, the grace to be patient. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. I want to be patient. I don't want to go ahead of you. The grace to wait and to be patient until when my answer comes. Let that grace rest upon me. In the name of Jesus, you spirit that want me to heart in haste, I bind and I cast you out. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, in the name of Jesus, increase my faith to wait. Increase my what? My faith to wait without seeking alternative. That was what Abraham did. Abraham and Sarah, they sought for alternative. Don't seek for alternative. Don't be under pressure. I want to tell that sister, please, don't be under pressure because if you hurt now, it can be dangerous. What you are asking God for, it will happen within a few months. But don't act under pressure. Don't act under pressure. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to crown to God and say, My Father, the grace to wait. To wait without seeking alternative. Let that grace come upon me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Eat that we come, we come. The Bible says, Eat that we come, we come. And it will never be delayed. The grace to wait without seeking for alternative. Let that grace come upon us. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. The grace to wait without seeking for alternative. Let that grace come upon us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, let every idols that, that have been set up in my heart. That was, that was what the children of Israel did in Exodus chapter 32. They, they are among the examples of people that did not wait. The Bible says in Exodus 32 verse 1, they call Aaron and say, as far as this Moses is concerned, we don't know what is wrong with him. The Bible says, after, after Moses delayed from coming down from the mountain, they call Aaron and say, make us a God that we can serve and that, and that we can worship. They were under pressure. They put Aaron under pressure. And Aaron also, you know, Aaron also because he was a weak leader, 
he, 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 he submitted himself to the, to the pressure from the people. I want to tell somebody tonight, don't let anybody put you under pressure. If you're not ready to do something, wait. If God has not given you the signal to go, wait! Don't be under pressure. And the Bible says, Aaron listened to them. <laughs> and by the time Moses came down, he has molded a God, a golden image for them. That's in Exodus chapter 32. You know, he molded a golden image and the Bible said the people rose up to play, to hit and to play. Which means they were having sex, sexual immorality. Because the, the God that they worship is a God they worship through sexual immoralities. And God was angry with them. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, if there is any idol that I have already created in my heart. Maybe some of us are telling God, I, I just give you one more month. And we already know, we are already creating the we already created the idol in our heart of what we are going to do if God did not show up within the next one month. Those idols must be crumbled. Those idols must be crushed tonight. Yes, yes. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, My father, if there's any idol in my heart, any idol in my heart that, that the devil wants to use as alternative. For the answer coming from you. Let that idol be put down. That's the prayer point. Let that idol be what? Be put down. Don't say, God, if you don't show up within the next two months, I will, I will do what I will do. I, I, I can't wait anymore. That is an idol that you have already set up. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, every idol that has been set up in my heart as an alternative to what you want to do. Let that idol be pulled out. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, we want to wait. We want to wait. We don't want to hunt in haste. Help us to wait. Every idol that we have created in our hearts as an alternative to what you want to do. Lord, pull them down. In the name of Jesus, let that idol be pulled out. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to crown to God and say, My Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, tonight, let all, all the things I've been waiting for, for a long time. Now, the Spirit of God specifically told me uh, to share this with us, that if there's any one of us, this and this is the prayer we are going to pray, be praying now, if there's any one of us that you have been waiting on God for one particular thing, please, this is your time now. And that is what that's the prayer I want to pray. It's a prayer of agreement. I've already prayed with, I've already talked to God, and God said I should tell us that if there's anything, I don't know whatever it may be. If there's anything you have been waiting on God for, maybe even if you, if you are a waiting mother, whatever it is, tonight God wants to release it. Yes. Yes, I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, that thing that I've been waiting on you for, for a long time, for a long time, tonight, let it be released by speech. That's the prayer point. Release it unto me by what? By speech. The thing I've been waiting on you for. I don't know if you are, maybe you are waiting to buy a house, you are waiting to get a new job, you are waiting to, to whatever it is. I want you to cry unto God now and say, my father, let that thing be released by fire, by speed. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. 
This is your hour. Yes, this is your moment. This is your moment. I want you to cry unto God and say, My Father, tonight, that thing that I've been waiting for you for, for a long time, tonight, let it be released. In the name of Jesus, release it by fire. 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 In the name of Jesus, let that job be released by fire. In the name of Jesus, let that change of status be released by fire. In the name of Jesus, let that approval be released by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Let that contract be released by fire. In the name of Jesus, release it by fire ah lord let it be released let it be released that thing that we have been waiting on you for that thing that we have been waiting on you for tonight let it be released by fire in the name of jesus remove every hindrances out of the way in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we have prayed. I want you to pray this prayer. We are going to cry unto God and say, my father, let every satanic magnet, every satanic magnet, magnetizing affliction, magnetizing problem into my life, let it be destroyed by fire. Right now, in the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every satanic magnet, magnetizing affliction, magnetizing delay, magnetizing all kinds of evil into my life. Tonight, let that magnet be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. We destroy every satanic magnet. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, let every umbrellas of darkness, umbrellas of darkness, preventing the rain of my blessing from falling. Do you know there are some of us? God, God has been raining down blessing. He has been raining down favor. But there are powers that has covered the rain. They cover our life with umbrella of darkness. Yes, there was a time I was in a meeting. It's been more than, more than seven, six years now. Maybe there, are, there, there should be some people on the prayer line who, who know what I'm talking about. If they remember, we're in a prayer meeting. And uh, we're praying for everybody in that prayer meeting. And it got to the turn of one of the person we are praying for. As, it, as the person knelt down, I saw an umbrella. There was rain falling from heaven, but there was an umbrella on, on, on his head. And when the rain is coming, it's time for the person to be soaked with the rain of heaven. The umbrella was just pushing away the rain. I want you to lift up your voice. <laughs> oh my God, tonight is your night. I don't know what you have been asking God to do, but every umbrella of darkness covering you from from allowing that rain to fall tonight that umbrella will be turned to pieces i want you to lift up your voice and say my father let every satanic umbrella preventing the rains of blessing from falling upon me let that umbrella be turned into pieces and be destroyed by fire in the name of jesus open your mouth open your mouth open your mouth open your mouth umbrellas of darkness i command the Hey, Lord, let that umbrella be torn into pieces. In the name of Jesus, Lord, every satanic umbrella 
placed upon our business, placed upon our ministry, placed upon our family, preventing the rains of blessing from dropping on us. Tonight, remove that umbrella. We want to be soaked with your blessing. We want to be soaked with your reign of power. We want to be soaked with your reins of revival. We want to be soaked with the reins of favor. In the name of Jesus, satanic umbrella, we command you to be removed by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's pray two more prayer points and then we'll go. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, in this week, give me a new dream and a new vision that will change my life forever. Please pray that prayer. A new dream and what? A new vision. As you are praying that prayer, direct it to every area of your life. I want a new dream in my career. If you're a businessman or a businesswoman, direct it to, to your business. Whatever you are doing, direct the prayer. I, I need a new dream. Maybe you're spiritually, I need a new dream. A new dream and a new vision that will change my life forever. This week, give me that vision. Give me that dream. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. In this new week, I received a new dream. I received a new vision that will change my life forever. In the name of Jesus, I receive a new dream for my career. I receive a new dream for my spiritual life. I receive a new dream for my ministry that will change my life forever. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Give me a new dream. Give me a new vision that will change my career forever. That will change my family forever. Give my children a new dream. Give my, 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 my spouse a new dream that will change our life forever. In the name of Jesus, Lord, give my family a new dream. A new vision that will change our life forever. That will move us from zero to hero. In the name of Jesus, a new dream. A new dream that will move on from minimum to maximum. In the name of Jesus, a new dream that will make us to advance. Lord, give us that new dream. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And finally, I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, as I go in the journey of this week, let me be empowered by your Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, I shall walk in dominion. In this new week, I shall be successful in whatsoever I lay my hands upon. In the name of Jesus, I will not fail. I will not fail. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. The Bible says, if God be for us, who can be against us? That's Romans chapter 8 verse 31. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, in this week, let your favor work for me. Let your presence work for me. In the name of Jesus, nothing will stop my progress. I receive the power of Holy Ghost to work in dominion over sin, to work in dominion over sickness, to work in dominion over every satanic power. In the name of Jesus, in this week, I will go from strength to strength. I will go from glory to glory. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you, we give you praise for answers to our prayers. Lord, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that for every one of us tonight, you will give us the grace to undo delay successfully. In the mighty name of Jesus, let every unnecessary delay on our blessing be removed. In the mighty name of Jesus, every power causing delay 
on our prayers. Tonight, let that power be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, help us to act with wisdom. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and we give you glory. Because you have answered our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amazing, your